where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Good morning and welcome to Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You like that? I like Yes, Yes better. Yes, yes. There it is. Now now I'm in broadcast mode. Randy Carricker was just in here just basically mocking Jackson's hat theory, and it was great. No, he provided uh, information that backed it up. Backed His it up. question, I'm carrying this over from the fast lane, or not the fast lane, Carriker and Smallman. Maybe they'll carry it over to the fast lane. Who no, knows? He came for be the question all day. Is there a sports story, or is there a baseball story, that would have been the lead over Rodgers and Wilson two days ago with Rodgers going back to Green Bay and Wilson going to the Broncos? Yeah, just a straight sports story. Yes. Straight sports story, no. There and I agree with him on no, that. No, there's nothing that... If he provided the example of Mike Trout were traded. Yeah, then no, they wouldn't... It still would have been Rodgers. Yep, unless he... Maybe if Rodgers he was traded to the Yankees, but even no. then, that would be his best chance. That would be the best chance, but even then, I don't think it would. And so I said, okay, if we're taking like loss of life and serious accident, right, right, right. we're sticking to sports, the work stoppage ending... So I agree with that. And then he was providing examples, and this is where he just started mocking Jackson into his face, and I appreciated it. It was good to have that happen. Uh, he said he's listing the biggest stars in baseball. You might recognize, you know, you'd certainly recognize this person, this person, this person. He's like going through yeah, yeah. Bryce Harper, Clayton Kershaw, take your pick of Mookie Betts, uh, Otani. But then he starts listing the top players in the NFL, take your pick. Mahomes, Rogers, so on and so forth, you would certainly recognize them. And that was his point, is that baseball doesn't have the star power of the NFL. Yep. Yep. 100% true. It is. It doesn't. Football players wear helmets, though. They, but they take them off on the sidelines. It's a big part, and they're always paying the camera over to the sidelines, especially for quarterbacks, to show the quarterbacks, and they're never with their helmet on. So you believe Randy Carricker bolstered what is now known as the hat theory? Yeah, oh, 100%. I think that I am – this just vindicated me, really. <laughs> the baseball players never take their hat off. So if Shohei Otani were to take his hat off, his Q rating, his recognizability with the American sports fan would increase. Yeah. This is asinine now. 100%. And now, the, now you are playing a character, and it's fitting because over your shoulder is Stephen A. Smith. No. And Brian Windhorst is sitting there wondering, what am I doing here? And they, they try to pan the camera over the dugout, but the dugout, the way it's made, it's tough to see in there. So do you want to change the dugouts now, too? So Otani's taking off his hat, and now what are we doing with the dugouts? Well, maybe the stars are just kind of sit closer to the fence. Where the, in the sunlight. Well, the oft, oft times that's where they are. Their hands are over the rail. They're sitting there BSing with each other, yeah. spitting out sunflower seeds or chewing on chaw. 
pitchers on their off days certainly are, but if you're coming, you know, if the team's batting, you're probably sitting on one of the benches in the shade. And I just, I, yeah, and then you're wearing your hat. So what you would say is to a ball player who's active in the field, but now it's his team's hitting, is to lean up against the fence and take his hat off. If you want to, and now baseball will be the lead story. It, it's it's a good start, and, it, and simple as this. It's baseball is in its own ways. It's not much you can do to change. You have to wear a hat. You have to wear a batting helmet. Nothing much you can do there. Just like the game is going to be slow. There's nothing much you can do to speed it up. I wear a hat almost everywhere, and I've decided I'm the George Clooney of St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, well, anecdotal. <laughs> There's data to back it up. If I ever leave my basement, people would recognize me. <laughs> yeah, the, but, but as is the case... I am constantly in my basement, yeah, and I'm not even sure my six-week-old knows who I am. Right. I think we'll do a, we'll do a live Mari Povich taping here in a couple months, and it'll be a big reveal. When's Sweeps Month in Radio? Do they do Sweeps in Radio? Uh, guys, uh, so if Iggy didn't wear a hat on YouTube, would he be as big of a star as Doug? Thanks. That's from the 618. Big good start. I think you're off the mark, Jackson, with uh, taking off the helmet on the sideline. Buffoonery. Thank you. The NFL has a lot more commercial marketing than the MLB does, which is why they are more recognizable. Thank well, you, 618. I would like to give you a prize. There's a bunch of reasons why the NFL markets players better and other sports market per- market better to the fans, but... Uh, baseball. Are you won. having a seizure right now on the air? What's no, going just, on? For whatever reason, couldn't get the words out. Baseball. One of their issues, one of their many issues, is that is you can't really know who the players are with the hats the on. Hats. It's a part of the problem. Why? The thing is here, because the the audience can't see you, but I can, and mm-hmm. as you know, I own souls right. on, on physical tells, mm-hmm. and you are dead serious. A hundred percent. I've <laughs> had this take forever. Just because a take has existed for a long time doesn't mean it's a good take. Oh, I'm not saying it's a good or bad take. Uh, what I'm saying is it's my take, and I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it because, you know, that's what I think it's true. He's wrong, McKernan. St. Louis doesn't trust anyone who likes the NBA. That's from the three one four. If that were a little more concise, I'd change the name of the show again to that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I see Bryce Harper without a hat off. Yeah, he has wonderful flowing locks. Right. Bryce Harper's head is the antithesis of mine. Mm-hmm. He has hair. It's symmetrical. Mm-hmm. It's up like around 6'4". Mine's down around 5'1". Yeah. They're just, yeah. I was out playing. That's what I was telling Randy. He goes, would you recognize Bryce Harper? I said, yeah. As a matter of fact, I was playing golf one evening three years ago, if I'm not mistaken, at PGA National by myself as I was one to do like late in the day, 6, 7 at night. And uh, and uh, Jackson, let's pull up video of my shot because I okay. know that uh, it was okay. documented. And I think this is a par five. Yeah, and the drone footage. Yeah, the drone footage is up uh, on the left. Is a lake, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my tee shot out to the right. And of course, I'm a bomber, so you're gonna be around 280 to 290 where it lands. But on this particular occasion, rare occasion, the ball came off the club face, and I I blame my equipment uh, a little to the left, and I moseyed over to retrieve it. And a gentleman pointed to the ball and said, hey, it's right here. And I said, Bryce Harper. (laughs) How are you, sir? And he said, Tim, I love your work on AM radio in St. Louis. Well, I mean, I know. Yeah, I'm not signing right now, Bryce. Don't even ask. But uh, I recognized him right away. And he had himself a little a little fishing hole right off the whatever course this was. What is it? The Fazio course at PGA National. Back nine, maybe number uh, 12, if I'm not mistaken. 
Uh, now, since he's not with the Nationals and they were in the Palm Beach Gardens area, I'm not giving away his spot. But he said, hey, don't share my fishing spot. Mm-hmm. This is oh, where yeah. he would go to get away. Very protective over fishing spots. But despite the fact that the man wears a hat, I recognized him and I thanked him for pointing off my errant tee shot. I think he mm-hmm. was just as alarmed as I was that I didn't hit the fairway. Now, he takes off his hat a lot. Anytime he's in the dugout, hatless. Because he's got a sick lid. Because he's got a sick lid. I think I am, I, this is a rare moment where I don't have a hat on. Yeah, this is a real true. treat. This yeah. is a real treat for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. I, I've i gone away from the hats more recently. Is that right? Despite your male pattern baldness mm-hmm. being in the top of the second inning. I'm just kind of embracing it now. Are you? Are you going to shave your head? No. No. I'm, you, not, I'm too will. far away from that. But You will. I think I'm going to make a comeback. Oh. Are you making an announcement here? No. I just I, I have a feeling. Oh, are you taking something? Are you about to bust out a, a live read off the books? <laughs> no, nope, I wouldn't. Nope. I wouldn't advise that. Nope. But I just, I just have a feeling I'm making a comeback. And really? How long have you been taking this live read that you're trying to weave into the show off the books? I haven't taken it once. I haven't taken it once. But you are staring at the product and you're thinking about going with. Yep. Yep. And I have, you know, some things on the back burner. And I think science is advancing. I think I'm going to make a comeback. Let me tell you something now. Now it's time for you to sit down, and I'm going to talk to you now as, as, as your mentor. Right. I said that in the mid-90s. <laughs> I think science is advancing, and now look at me. Yeah, well, I look like Dr. Evil. words. <laughs> I think science is advancing. I took a girl, which had to be such a turn-on for her. I, I mean, when I think about this, it's like, what was I doing? And I'm like, hey, I got to run up to, I don't even know what it was, Walgreens. Mm-hmm. hope I'm not offending sponsors. And I got to pick up my Rogaine. <laughs> and how old are you? Like 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't even believe she stuck around like to even go in the car. Yeah. Much less like for the handful of weeks that uh, we were together. But yeah, I got I got to run up to Walgreens and get my Rogaine. No, I'm not 70. I'm 19. <laughs> but I'm getting into television and I have a feeling that with the exception of Scott Van Pelt over the next 25 years, there will not be any bald guys on television. Yeah, SVP. So that was my move. Yeah. Then I got on that Propecia. Mm -hmm. I took that for a few years, and I was in great shape. And then I stopped taking the Propecia. Yeah. Never stop taking the Propecia. Once you start, you can't stop. Right, that's what I'm concerned. That's my main concern. But yet here you are on 101 ESPN telling everybody how you're all of a sudden going to look like Rod Blagojevich and Quinn Snyder's offspring. I'm just trying to hold steady, really. Like, if I could live out the rest of my days with what I have now... You'd be fine. Be cool with that, absolutely. Problem is you're 23, and what happens is a regression. Yes, yeah. It's starting to dwindle, and, uh, you know, the writing's on the wall. But like I said, call the comeback. Okay, well, we'll be monitoring this. Uh, Jackson is very bullish on his hair, and uh, this will give the audience something to pay close attention to over the next few months since Jackson is going to have a, a rush to, what, your crown, to your power alleys? What's going on? Crown. Crown, crown is your crown. concern spot? Mm-hmm. That's, that's where we're converging on at the moment. I've been shaving my head for so long, I have no idea what would come out. Yeah, I kind of am curious to see if like you just let it go for like, oh, a week. Oh, it would be awful. It would be awful. Awful. It would be awful. Like I'm, horrifying. I'm kind of looking awful. at the stubble right now. I like do the, have stubble, so it yeah. exists. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be so thin yeah. and fine. And I'd imagine I have some gray. I don't know. I don't yeah. have I have some gray in my beard right here. Yeah. That'd be awful. Shaquille now my O'Neal. wife humors me and she'll see like there was that picture that somebody sent in of me and Steve Savard and Doug Vaughn from Camo V. I had a full head of hair and hopes and dreams. And I posted on my Instagram. 
And she goes, I like you better without the hair. But I'm like, I think she's just being polite. There's no way. Well, did she only know you? Yeah. With, so I think that's probably part of it. It's a comfort level. Well, it's just it's what this. You're, this is what I'm used to being disappointed by. Right, as opposed to disappointed with hair. Right now, Shaquille O'Neal lost a bet to D Wade once, and he let his hair. How grow. about Jackson just force feeding the NBA on this show? I can't stop him. I, if I had a dump button, I would have dumped out of that right there. <laughs> I'm a freight train, but uh, he let his hair grow. Because uh, he lost a bet, and it was about halfway up his head, <laughs> and it was awful looking, and he went on television doing it. So maybe if you lose a bet, maybe that will, oh, will have ooh. you grow it out for a God, week. God, I don't want to. I don't. I really don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it's it. It's almost better not to know. That's what happened in 2006. I stopped taking Propecia because I turned down a TV job in Denver. I'm like, ah, I'm never going to go back to TV. So screw it. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm done with it. And it costs like 90 bucks a month. So you know, yeah, that's another. Those are material dollars for sure. And then I'm like, I'll just grow my hair back. And then it didn't come back. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> this is a problem. Right, because once it, once it leaves, it's doubtful. That's the thing. Make a return. Oh, so that was the last time I really attempted to see what was doing. Yeah. And what was doing was thin and fine. And that was 16 years ago. Right. It would be a mess. Joe Buck and I have had some good conversations about the hair transplants thing, thing yeah. since he came out about talking about his thing that messed up his voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it did? And I remember, yeah, well, that's why his voice got messed up. It was a hair transplant surgery thing. Wow. I think the uh, painkiller oh, wow. that they inject. That's fascinating. Because that's a whole thing. Yeah. And uh, and just tell me when we need a break, because I assume I'm late already. Yeah, but anyway. Another minute. Um, I remember talking about because I had this job opportunity in New York with SNY. And the guy who was hiring me said, oh, can, I told my agent, can you, can you just tell him to grow his hair out? I'm like, you can tell me to, but it's not going to make it work. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you can just go with the Matt Lauer look. Matt Lauer, not at the time right, being right, right, the right, name right, right. that gets everybody on edge at this particular moment. And I'm like, that ain't going to look good either, man. And so I'm like, I'm going to go up to New York. And they're going to be like, what's wrong with this guy's hair? He's in his 20s, it's a whole thing. And so I talked to Joe because I kind of thought he might have gotten hair transplants, but I didn't know for sure. So I had to kind of feel it out. And I go, got a weird situation. My agent wants me to grow my hair out and I don't know what to do about it and I'm just like throwing the line yeah, that's out a good, there like that's a good way to do it and he goes here's my guy <laughs> <laughs> and at the time he said don't tell anybody and I didn't I respect right, right. the Omerita I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know out the whole thing now he's written his book and he talks about it it's what messed up his voice in the 2011 World Series and I said so you t- you got the hair transplant oh god yeah he goes if I didn't get hair transplants I'd look like the bishop <laughs> You know, that male pattern baldness style of like it's oh, here yeah. oh, and yeah. it's like there's nothing on top. Oh, yeah. You don't see a lot of guys going with that anymore. Clyde Drexler, to weave it back to your favorite mm-hmm. sport. The Glide. He kind of had that going. You know who made it acceptable to, to bring it back to the NBA? You know who saved us? Michael Jordan. Yeah. The he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that Before that, it was just not looking at No. Everybody was the bishop. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and now you can go full on. And Scott Van Pelt, too. Uh, Jackson, I'm not sure if you know how hats work, but they actually don't cover people's faces. Thanks. It's from the 636. There's a shadow. The bill leaves a shadow. And it covers half of your head. So, yeah, bad text. somebody just said a monk, not a bishop. And I, I kind of agree. I think pe- more people think of that male pattern baldness with monks. I've also. But heard- Joe, when we had the conversation in 2007, said bishop yeah and therefore for the purpose of the accuracy of the story right. of my hair transplant fishing conversation with <laughs> joe buck that was 
That's the accurate story. Honesty and media. Honesty and media, hence the name of the show. Are we 30 minutes late for a break? What time Let's is break. it? Let's All right, break we'll break. Up. We'll do it. What do you got coming up on the Sports Center update? You know, the Blues play tonight. You watching? Yep. Uh, oh, God. Well, here we go. <laughs> what, Missouri LSU? Well, that's a that's in the afternoon today. Shows how locked in I am. Yeah, that's at 1.30. But then, you know, Harden takes on the Nets. Oh. I want to see how that's treated. I'll go back and forth. Well, you've heard Jackson's hat theory and that he will not be watching no. the Blues and the Rangers pregame here on 101 ESPN at 6 p.m. because Harden is uh, going up against whom? Uh, the Nets. Oh, going team. against the Nets. And ben so tonight's Simmons, the big night. Will Ben Simmons get... He's not going to play, but he's going to be sitting on the bench. And how's that going to go for him? Uh, it's going to go poorly. And I, I'm not interested in seeing that, but I'll switch back and forth. I'll go back and forth. And then I'll ask you tomorrow, and you'll be like, yeah, I didn't watch it. I'll just play whatever sound you want. <laughs> Dan McLaughlin is joining. That's a wonderful impression. <laughs> Dan McLaughlin is going to join us uh, coming up here at uh, 1045 on the Brown and Crouppen. Celebrity line, you are welcome to text in. And really, I mean, Jackson just opened himself up with doubling down on the hat theory, which is a real take. Oh, yeah. That's and uh, also that he'll be watching James Harden. And Ben Simmons sit on the bench tonight instead of the Blues and the Rangers as the uh, Blues try and get out of this. I, I I am not betting on it. They're only minus 120 tonight, but I've, I've at this point. <laughs> Take yourself out I'm, of it. I'm going to be doing a seventh show here if I keep betting on the Blues. <laughs> All right, this is Balloon Party. I want to speak. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Tim McKernan with you on 101 ESPN. we got breaking news. And this is this is big time breaking news. Jeff Passan tweeted this 38 seconds ago, and it's already been retweeted close to a thousand times. Uh, there is an agreement on the international draft. A source tells ESPN. Now, for many of you, you're not following the baseball work stoppage conversation very closely, and I get it because I'm kind of getting there myself. Uh, but that was the big disagreement of yesterday's conversations. And so at 10.23 Central Time, Jeff Passan tweeting, there is an agreement on the international draft, a source tells ESPN. So the question is, what will that mean for where things stand? Last evening, they canceled another set of games, which includes, or I, they didn't use the term cancel, but either way the game that would be the cardinal home opener in the second week of the season is now not being played then for lack of a better term <laughs> yeah. um and i do hope if they do get this worked out that they do play all 162 mainly because as a cardinal fan i want them to get those games in against the pirates and cubs since i expect yeah. both of them to be yeah. subpar for sure. this season so that just coming here within the minute there is an agreement on the international draft. Dan McLaughlin is going to join us coming up at uh, in about 20 minutes. So I'm looking forward to getting his perspective on this. Uh, Chelsea Janes, who I fire, follow on uh, Twitter, she's uh, the national bas- baseball reporter for the Washington Post. She has just tweeted the sides have agreed on a resolution to the international draft question. Uh, so that's uh, corroborating Jeff Passan's report. But again, the question is, okay, what does that now leave things with? Will this be... Here's, again, I like to try to give the, the macro perspective on the show, which is now known as Tim and Boy or Honesty and Media. Mm. And that is, I am encouraged by this one thing. I didn't expect they'd be talking and meeting this much after they left Jupiter last Monday. I thought that kind of meant it would be it for a few weeks. Mm. And they immediately got to back together a couple days later, disagreed, argued, 
and they got back together yesterday. Max Scherzer certainly not happy with what the owners were representing, and he tweeted out his criticism of it. Uh, but they continue to talk. And so from that standpoint, that is encouraging because I didn't expect that. I expected spring training to be late, and I won that in a predictionary. Look at my predictionary record, would you? I'm curious where I am. it's four and three. That's not that glamorous. Um, and then uh, I, I didn't expect them to get it done by the deadline. And then I mocked Jackson's asking as to whether or not the season would start by Memorial Day. And then I kind of started to worry that I might have to eat that one. But now, with them talking and meeting as much, because my, my, my reasoning for it, Jackson, was I didn't think the owners really wanted to get it done. Mm. I felt like they wanted to back them into the corner, and if the players accepted it, they'd be like, great, we got a deal that, mm. you know, otherwise we would, we yeah. you know. Play we, the waiting game. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, and the players took these ridiculous terms, were happy. So then I just thought they'd go, okay, fine, we're just going to wait them out because inevitably the guys who aren't super rich yet are going to say, man, we can't afford to miss game checks. Right. And as I always say, to the point of being incredibly annoying, and you can point out 30 different ways in which I am, but with regards to, yes, I recognize they're making $600,000 a year if they're playing at the big leagues and it's a league minimum. I understand that, but the thing I want to emphasize is that most of them don't play more than a couple of years. Some certainly will, and they will make millions. But over the course of a career, just because you've made $600,000 in two years, you now have $1.2 million, and then you go back to the workforce, most likely without marketable job skills, you're not set for life mm-hmm. like you would be if you were living in St. Louis, and this isn't New York City as far as cost of living, or Los Angeles, or take your pick of wherever else you want to go. And $1.2 million isn't going to make you set for life. So I, I realize for some people that's an obvious statement. For others, that's one of the core issues, which is why I thought the owners would try to divide and conquer. And I believe that was what the plan was. The thing that's surprising me is that they are meeting as often as they are, and now seemingly actually trying to remedy this and possibly getting it to a point where you can have a 162-game season. So that surprises me. I didn't expect that. Jackson, uh, what is your opinion? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly encouraging, but I was also encouraged by the extension of the deadline. So there's been other indicators that would maybe signal that things are in the right direction that didn't end up panning out. So I'm probably a little more pessimistic this time around, but this is certainly a step in the right direction if they do want to get something done so that they can play all 162. Uh, Tim, you cannot use the name uh, Honesty and Media for the show with Jackson's hat theory on it. Thanks. That's from the 636. You may think it's dumb, but it's my honest opinion. <laughs> Clip that off. <laughs> that could be the show. That could be the show name. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, play better and you'll get paid better. There's a lot of folks that don't make $600,000 a year and we were making it. Okay, this is... I don't want to ever like isolate it on one text and then just let it become like my my argue. I'm, uh-huh. not, I'm not attempting to argue. I'm trying to point this out. Just this is math. Mm-hmm. If a gentleman at 23 years old gets to play in the big leagues, and he's 23 and he's 24, and then it just doesn't work out, gets hurt, isn't good enough to stick. Yeah, he has now made 1.2 million dollars, which is wonderful. Which is in another stratosphere. The 99% plus of American 23 and 24 year olds. Mm-hmm. I think everybody listening to the show would agree with that. Yep. However, just because that gentleman now has $1.2 million at 2324 doesn't mean he can shut it down. Right. And on top of it, he doesn't have $1.2 million. 
He has, what's the math on it? Probably closer to maybe 700 to 750 net. So, you know, yes, that's more than almost everybody at that age. I'm 100% aware of it. But the whole thing is they're arguing over millions of dollars. They're all millionaires. They're not. And and listen, don't get me wrong, but I the thing, and that's why I take the stance of Max Scherzer doesn't need to be in this fight. Adam Wainwright doesn't need nope. to be in this fight. These guys could shut it down today. I saw Wainwright on Twitter playing a lovely little guitar, did he, last night? I like night that with a daughter. lot. You enjoyed that? Did you recognize the song? I, did you recognize the song? I've heard the song before. I could not tell you the name of it, but Adam Wainwright has a lovely voice. He does. The and song was Little Texas. What might have been 1993, and even if you're like, I don't know about Max Scherzer, who doesn't buy into Adam Wainwright in the St. Louis metropolitan area right. as far as character, as far as honesty? You want to talk about honesty in media, there's honesty in baseball. He's just a first-class person. He doesn't need to be fighting the fight, but he is because he believes it's the right thing and the game has been very good to him. The owners own the franchises, and they do still currently have dollars invested. And now most of them, if not all of them, are going to be in a financial situation where they're probably not going to need to sell the boat, but it's going to impact business going forward. Max Scherzer is good. Mm. Max Scherzer's children are good. Max Scherzer's grandchildren are good. Same thing with Adam Wainwright. But these are guys who are passionate about the game. And I'm not saying that means the players are 100% right. I'm just talking about when you're talking about the faces of the fight, I can buy in when people are fighting and they're fighting for principle. That's where I'm coming from. Uh, Little Texas, what might have been. 93. Yeah, I shipped it. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. It was a, he's a great singer, great guitar player. That was really cool. You damn kids don't know Little Texas. That's from the 314. Would you like that to be the name of the show? Yeah, I surely don't. <laughs> Would you like the show to be called Little Texas? That would be as confusing as Balloon Party. Tim McKernan Robert. with you here. Little Texas now giving me his thoughts. On 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Little Texas. <laughs> Someone making $80,000 a year would have to work 15 years to make $1.2 million. If they are smart with their money, it can last a long time just with two years playing. Then they can become a high school PE coach. That's from the 618. Mm. Yes, they absolutely have an advantage on 99%. But the point that I'm attempting to make, and I think it's resonating with most people, I just don't think they're necessarily the ones texting in, is they are not set for life. However, Adam Wainwright and his offspring and their offspring are set for life. Sure. Yep. 100%. Uh, now we have more breaking news. Bruce Weber, who's grown his lid out in protest, I believe, of Rock Chalk Jayhawk. <laughs> are you aware of this? Do you see this? I figured uh. you as Mr. Missouri Basketball mm -mm. was aware of this. He just resigned. Is the K-State oh. Hedge Cup. Let me tell you something. News happens on Balloon Party, also known as Tim and Little Tex. <laughs> it's, this is the witching hour for breaking news. What is the deal? I think it's because they know my Sports Center update's coming up. That's right. Everything's yeah. geared toward Jackson Sports Center update. How could Jackson know anything about Wainwright when he spends all his time watching the NBA? That's a great. That's if I could give away a prize. That's such a what a logical text. Uh, <laughs> I can't watch a one-minute Twitter video because I'm. I'm too busy giving you know takes about the West. Am I to understand you think a guy should play two years in Major League Baseball and be set for life? Thanks. That's from the 618. Now, I don't know who you're arguing with. <laughs> Himself. 
This is honesty in media. Uh, it is honesty in media, but now it's been changed to Tim and Lil Tex. It's not Little Tex, it's Lil Tex. In honor of Adam Wainwright playing Little Texas is what might have been. What a beautiful song. Yeah. I'm telling you. And I know it was made five years before you were born. Mm-hmm. Jackson, do you have a long lost love? No. Okay. I believe you, just like I believe you're serious about the hat take. Yep. If you have a long lost love and you hear what might have been, oh, that'll get you. Yeah. That'll get you in the breadbasket, Jack. Yeah. That'll get you real nice, like. No, it's and a, Adam Wainwright sitting there strumming it on his guitar yeah. as the season shortens yet again. Beautiful little rendition. But you're not familiar with the song, nope. even though your name is Little Tex. I heard the song, couldn't tell you who made it or, uh, you know. Little Texas. But yeah, now I guess I'm Little Tex. So. Oh. <laughs> Tim and Little Tex from 10 to 11. Why are they only on for an hour? Well, they suck. They're awful. Uh, Dan McLaughlin is going to join us coming up at 1045. We'll get his thoughts. But before that, uh, uh, we'll move So What'd Your Grandma Think Up. Is this going to be from something during the period you have been on Earth? Yes. It actually happened last night. Oh, wow. Yep. And wow. speaking of a college basketball coach like Bruce Weber, Jim Beheim is What'd Your Grandma Think. His son was suspended, was he not? Buddy. Buddy Beheim. Yeah. For taking a swing. A little gut punch. Oh. All right. Okay. I've been properly teased, and it's fresh. Mm. Wow. Yep. All right. That's coming up next. Dan McLaughlin at 1045. We'll, think, uh, we'll get his thoughts on this news just breaking. For those of you uh, just joining, Jeff Passan reporting that uh, there is an agreement on the international draft. What will that mean for the work stoppage? We'll get Dan's opinion, and we'll see how news develops. It'll probably develop over the commercial break, and we will have uh, more on it and see what finds out. Uh, if this thing can get wrapped up, perhaps, perhaps, maybe this thing is going to get wrapped up. I don't know. I don't know where it is. Dan McLaughlin will give us his thoughts at 1045. Uh, so what'd your grandma think coming up next? This is Balloon Party, also known as Tim and Lil Tex on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Sometimes the media asks bad questions. Not not a good question. Like, Coach, uh, how cool was it that it was a Wisconsin player that uh, sank the winning shot? Well, they're all Wisconsin players. Or... I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. And when that happens, players will fire back. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Stop asking me stupid questions. Now it's time for... So what's your grandma think? Joe. All right, Jackson, this is actually something that happened within the last 12 hours. So this is a really unique moment for what your grandma think, which is coming earlier today. Because Dan McLaughlin is going to be with us here in about oh, five minutes. What do we have here? What's going on? Uh, so uh, reporters asking Jim Beheim about Buddy and his punch. And uh, Buddy he... is his son. Yes, is it his grandson or his son? Hmm, grandson. Yeah, it's his grandson. So he's asking about his grandson uh, and the punch. And this is Jim Beheim's response. Right. It wasn't much of a. It wasn't a punch. It was like coach. I'm watching it right here. It's on ESPN and it's being shared all over social media. He punched him in his stomach. It wasn't inadvertent. It would have been a whatever you foul. say. Whatever you say. Well, good. You say it. I just gave you my version of what I saw. Okay. We go to our next question. Back Can we disagree? <laughs> or do I have to? I don't have to agree with you, right? Oh, okay. No, absolutely. Nobody ever does in this room. <laughs> Nobody in this room ever does. That's okay. 
Oh, man. Okay, boys, anybody else have any? It is his son. Buddy Bayham's his son. It's his son? Yes, Buddy Bayham's his son. Don't you ever question me again, especially <laughs> with the hat theory. <laughs> um, well, Jackson? He punched him. I mean, Buddy Bayheim, he threw it. He threw a little gut punch. I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, it's his son. He's going to defend his son. I understand. And I, my, my thought is... The, the reporter was was ready to go, and Jim Bam's like, fine, you disagree. And he didn't give him what he wanted, and so he backed away. Yeah, 100%. I'm watching it right here on ESPN. <laughs> it's a punch. Uh, okay, fine. What do uh, you mean to do? Jim Bayheim has reached the point, and I'm kind of, in a way, I'm jealous, although I kind of feel like I've also <laughs> reached the point. <laughs> All right, fine. You hate me. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm still going to be working on my shots from 150 yards within the next few hours. You yeah. can't do anything about that. So fine. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah, I'm going to side with Jim Beheim, which isn't something I necessarily do all that often. I disagree with him saying it wasn't, but like I said, it's his son. Uh, but I disagree with the reporter also for kind of hounding him on it. It's his son. like. It's a player, so it's kind of a gray area, but at the same time. The line of questioning in which he approached it was looking for a confrontation. That 100%. is why I side with Bayheim. Yep. You see 100%. what I'm saying? Yep. Like, if you really want an honest answer, that's not the way you ask the question. And that's what I try to pick out when I analyze the wonderful questions that are asked. And so, what would your grandma think? All right, Dan McLaughlin is going to join us coming up here in a matter of moments. And we do have news on the baseball work stoppage. Ken Rosenthal now tweeting, now that the international draft qualifying off issue is resolved. MLB plans to make a full proposal covering all issues to the union. That's according to Ken Rosenthal getting sources for the Athletic. So that is what's going on there. Maybe this thing is actually going to get remedied. Could today be the day? We'll see what Dan thinks. That's coming up on the other side of the break. This is Balloon Party, also known as Tim and Lil Tex on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. One, two, three, four. Welcome back to the award-winning Balloon Party, now uh, known as Tim and Little Tex. (laughs) It is our pleasure to welcome to the show. Perfect timing, too. Because he's going to be on this afternoon on the fast lane, filling in for Brad Thompson. Jamie Rivers has to bolt for the Blues game tonight. Dan McLaughlin. That's correct. Look at this. Look at this. Listen to the gallery. Hey, I got to tell you, I uh, was listening to your show for the first time today. And, uh, Can we use that as a promo? <laughs> I, I'm, you know, uh, you know, I'm lying, Tim. I always listen to your program. Of course, anyway, absolutely. I was going to grab some coffee, and I was driving home. I had you on. And uh, I heard you reference yourself as St. Louis's George Clooney, I believe. Thank you. Thank you. And you are going to now follow that up with an endorsement. Absolutely. See? I think you're a very handsome man. You can go ahead and cut that one off, too. <laughs> so many promos here. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. Oh, God. Uh, hey, Dan, I don't know if you're aware of that. There's breaking news, although at yes. this point you might be like, oh, my God, you know, tell me when it's over. But uh, it sounds like this is encouraging. Uh, Jeff Passan just reporting, Ken Rosenthal now following up that uh, they have agreed on the international draft. Do you take this as substantial, or are you still not necessarily feeling like this is going to get resolved quickly what do you think no i think it's big okay um, good yeah i do and and you know the, the thing i would say 
is to the players at this point, and I don't think there's a winner or loser in any of this stuff, except the fans have lost. I, I do think that. But when you're talking about these negotiations, um, I would say to the players right now, we've been, you, you know, you hear about all these different little things that are coming out, uh, whether it's international draft or draft pick compensation, um, obviously the CBT. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of things you can go into. But here's the main thing. What were your goals prior to this? And I think we're in day 99 or 100 of the lockout. And now what does the current offer look like? And I think if you're being honest with yourself, you would say, you know what, we did get a pretty good amount of, of substantial increases in some of the things that we're trying to get back. And if that's the case, then I think we get a deal. And I do think it's interesting that it, it, the verbiage, you always got to look at the verbiage in statements or in press releases um, and I, I tried to look for this before I was coming on where Rob Manfred said games were canceled. And I, I didn't see that. I, I don't think the word canceled was. I right, think it was, that's correct. You're you right. Know, you know, moved or, you know, suspended, whatever. And I, I think that they feel like now they're up against it. Don't get me wrong. You're, you're running out of runway to get to 162. But if they get a deal done today, it seems like, man, that would be the way – uh, that you get 162 in, and by them postponing this, essentially the the idea of the international draft and the draft pick compensation and how one's going to give up for the other, at least by pushing it back. To me, that sounds like, look, we're going to put that on the shelf for the time being, but let's get a deal, let's get it signed, and let's get back on the field. And that's the way I look at it. You think that the opening day of the 2022 season could indeed wind up being Jackie Robinson Day? Uh, sure. Yeah. I, I still think, you know, that you have to, what's going to be interesting, Tim, is that when I say running out of runway, you know, how far can you push the regular season back? Can you, can you give yourself games on the back end of the schedule or are we going to try to sit there and get games back early on and condense spring training? And that's something I'm sure they're talking about right now when they look at the various scenarios or are you looking at double headers, you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, negotiating that has to go on with that and trying to figure the schedule out. But I, I don't think baseball wants to miss Jackie Robinson Day for right. obvious reasons. And if, if they missed it and you missed it because of these reasons, boy, that just adds even to a poorer look of what's going on right now. Uh, the rules that appear to be in place, uh, albeit not necessarily right around the corner, the bigger bases, the shift, uh, the 12-team playoff system, the pitch clock, uh, we're hitting, I'm hitting you with a billion things on a short clock. Uh, anything stand out to you that you really like or you really dislike from what you've heard? Um, I, I Personally, I, I think I'd institute all of them. Okay. I, I like all of them. And the one that is the big one for me, and I know some people would counter the shift argument, um, but I, I think that's significant. You know, when you look at more than 51% of all balls put in play last year, not counting home runs, were hit into a shift, and nearly 5,000 hits were taken away by the shift, and it really hurt left-handed batters, let's see what it looks like without the shift. Now, there's some that would counter this and say, you know, it really wouldn't have made that much of a difference. Some of those balls would have been, even without the shift, outs. I, I want to see that. I, I Let's get back to that. And I, I know we are very much a traditional sport. You know, we're, we don't like a lot of change, but I think we need to change with the times, and this would be one of the things I would do for sure. Final question. Um, if, indeed, this gets worked out today, uh, how do you think, and I know I'm asking you to gauge fans, but you certainly interact with fans uh, on social media, uh, how do you think fans will respond to this? They, granted, they, they will be it's getting back question. together, but how do you think the overall response will be? 
Yeah, I, I think it's a great question. Um, I think you probably have lost some and frustration with some. But if you get back on the field and you give them 162, uh, we have short memories, right? And I think, though, if we lost regular season games, that would be a real problem. But I think if they came out today and said, hey, we're going to play 162, we, we took our lumps, we understand that, this is not a good time to be doing this with what's happening in our world and what has happened in our world, we understand that. Um, but we came to an agreement, and so we're still going to have our full season. I do think then fans would come back. There it is. I could Dan. be wrong, but I, you know, that's my gut feeling. I, 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 I share what that. You think. I, I, I share that opinion that if it does indeed get done today, in in the end, it got worked out. I do. Th- I hadn't even heard about the shift possibly getting eliminated until about three weeks. Had you heard about it? Real? I know I got to get out of here for BK and Froman. But had, had you heard about that being talked about until recently? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But that would be possibly I mean, just eliminated? A, you know, yeah. I mean, when you're at the ballpark and you're talking to scouts and you're around, you know, front office people, yeah. It, it, it When they implemented a lot of these things in the minor leagues as a test run, right. then you knew, okay, that it was real. Taking the, yeah, you're taking this serious. And, um, again, I think it's good for the sport. You'll hear more from Dan McLaughlin today on the Fast Lane. Dan, always appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. You got it, buddy. Thanks. There he is, Dan McLaughlin with us here. Time for us to get out. BK and Ferrari up next. They will be monitoring the news that is coming out with Major League Baseball potentially trending toward getting something worked out today. We will see. The owners are going to respond in kind to the players' proposal at 1 o'clock. But the international draft issue, which became a real sticking point yesterday, has been agreed to, and that is the reason for the optimism for those of you who have the interest in what is going on with this rather convoluted situation between the players and the owners. BK and Ferrari also talking Blues. Blues and Rangers pregame tonight here on 101 ESPN at 6 p.m. Jackson will be monitoring James Harden. Ben Simmons sitting on the bench for Action Jackson of the Hat Theory, also known as Lil Tex. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to The Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.